You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist podcast, episode number 119. Our second job, home cleaning and burnout. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back. <laughs> 2023 is well underway now, and I hope that you are all out there doing well and having a great start to your year. Um, I know that some of you guys know that I don't do resolutions, um, but I had somebody ask me about that the other day. And so I want to share with y'all if, um, you know, if you've been listening, I think I've mentioned this in the past on a previous episode, um, that I do a word of the year. And so I don't do like a resolution because I am... I'm not a person that remembers them. (laughs) I'm not a person that sticks with them. I know that about myself and um, I'm accepting of that. And so what really kind of hits home for me is I choose a meaningful word of the year that I um, that I really resonate with or that helps me stay on track with my goals. And so I want you to know that if you want to choose a word of the year, it is not too late to do so. So I think um, this is a great way to really kind of stay connected with your goals and what you want to accomplish or who you want to be. It just kind of sets the intention for the year. And all you have to do is choose one word or even just a small phrase that essentially just ties into who you want to be this year. And, um, you know, this year, my word is, it's kind of a, a different word. It's alignment. Okay. It sounds like something you know, that has to do with like the chiropractor or something. But what, <laughs> what that word means to me is it's it's my intention to do things that align with who I strive to be, which is someone that supports others and loves others, but also supports and loves myself. And it helps me remember like my overall goal, right? And one of my, one of my overall goals is to help as many OBGYNs as possible so for example, if I'm writing the podcast, I ask myself, is this in alignment? You know, is this, is this aligned? And, um, you know, I'm always aimed at helping as many of the OBGYNs out in the world that I can. And so when I'm, you know, asked to, you know, talk about something different or take on something new or commit to something else at work, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm asking myself, I'm checking in with myself. Does that align with who I want to be? Is you know that in alignment with my goals? And so I think it's it's nice because I get to just check in with that word. And so I have it, you know, on sticky notes and I have it on a little whiteboard at my office. And so it's just nice to kind of check in. Like, am I doing this for the right reasons? Is it, you know, is it in alignment with what I teach you guys so strongly? Because I believe in it so strongly, right? Um, and so that's my my word of the year, alignment. And so I would love to hear what your word is if you have one. So, you know, definitely reach out. Let me know. I would love to connect and talk about that. Um, a lot of the Happy Gynecologist group members also had great words. And some of theirs were, um, you know, fun, change, rest. I just, and I just love all these words. And so um, I, I think that keeping one of those words in mind just throughout your whole year and checking in with it is just a great way to really, really remember like who you want to be, what your goals are, and um, keep in alignment with that. <laughs> all right. So as we get into business today, I also want to remind you um, that there are hours of free help for me on the website you can always go over to my website, coach-miles.com 
forward slash free resources or just coach-miles.com and there's a little button that says free help from me. And if you haven't been on there and watched all of the webinar recordings or done my free mini course, you definitely want to go check that out because that area of the website is going to get revamped over the next few months. And most, if not all of that content is likely going to go away as it gets kind of a a glam up or a makeover. (laughs) And so I want you to go check it out now. Okay, so make some time for it. Put it on your calendar because there are a lot of topics on there that are there to help you. And they're completely free. Um, There's topics on a lot of different things. There's topics on everything from like, um, we did a webinar that was the real way to lose weight as an OBGYN. Um, there's one on charting that is just invaluable. It's it's called the relationship with your EMR. Um, there's one on how a morning routine can change your life. Um, and so there's, there's a ton of these. There's, um, you know, some on, you know, what burnout costs you. Um, and so I, I want you to go check those out because they are going to be going away here in the next couple months, okay? Um, And I don't want you to miss out. So all you have to do is go to that free resource page and you just enter your email so that you can get like instant secure access. And there's a little spot at the top of that page for the mini course. And if you scroll down, um, there's a little spot to, to register for instant access to all the webinars at the bottom of that free resource page. So go check it out if you haven't before it all goes away because <laughs> there's literally hours of free help, okay? All right, so today I want to talk about what I sometimes refer to as our second job, okay? And what I mean by that is I want to talk to you about how so many of us will come home from work and continue on with our second job of working at home. Okay. And I don't mean like charting. I don't mean taking calls at home. I don't mean, you know, stalking the EMR. I'm not, I'm not talking about that stuff. What I'm talking about is when we come home from work, like in the evening or after a long weekend of calm, we oftentimes will get to work doing all the things around the house that quote unquote need to be done. (laughs) Okay. Maybe that's cleaning the kitchen and doing four loads of laundry. Maybe that's cooking dinner. Maybe that's picking up all the toys on the floor and vacuuming. Maybe it's reorganizing the pantry. You know, whatever that looks like for you and your stage of life and what your, you know, home is. A lot of times we come home and we continue on that like work, 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 go, 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 um, trail of getting things done around the house. And, you know, these these things that need to be done will often add to our burnout because we are people that relate to being people that get shit done. And so when something needs to be done, we take on the role of getting it handled. We figure that out. We just do it. The problem is, is that we will often sacrifice rest and our basic human needs, you know, like taking care of ourselves at the expense of, you know, ourselves, then we we do these things, right? And so that keeps us in survival mode and it leads to more burnout. And I think that what I hear really commonly from other OBGYNs or some of my group members whenever we're talking about household tasks or coming home from work and having to do all of these like to-dos or tasks that need to be done is some version of the thought, if I don't do it, it won't get done. Okay. And so some version of that thought 
may be in your brain too. So check in. <laughs> okay. And what I want to point out is that the problem with thinking this way is that it really creates negative feelings for us when we believe a statement like this. If we think that that's true, it puts us in this role of kind of being the victim or maybe even like the martyr. Like it's all up to us to make sure it happens, even if it is at our own detriment, right? Um, Even if we're sacrificing ourselves, we have to, because if we don't, it won't get done, right? And so, you know, if you get home late from the office and you do the evening routine of like kid activities and then cooking dinner and getting the kids bathed in bed, and then you look around the house and instead of having some downtime, you think like, ugh, I need to vacuum and do a load of laundry. And if I don't do it, it won't get done, right? I want you to kind of pause and think that thought right now. Just try it on like you try on a pair of shoes, right? Just think that thought. If I kind of imagine yourself in that scenario or something similar that fits in your life, like, ugh, I have to do this. If I don't do it, it won't get done, right? How does it make you feel to think that thought? Even right now, I want you to check in with that. Like if you're imagining yourself in that situation or something similar and you think, I need to to vacuum and do a load of laundry. And if I don't do it, it won't get done. If you think it, you know, maybe your thought is slightly different. That's fine. Try that on. But whenever I try that thought on, that feels pretty gross. (laughs) It feels pretty resentful to me, actually. And I've had this thought. I've, and, and it feels very, very, very true. That's, that's the bad part, right? Is that it's like, yeah, but no, it's true though. (laughs) Right. And, it's a very, it leads to feeling very resentful because we know that, you know, there are events in the world and in our surroundings, in our situation that are just happening. And then we interpret those events with our thoughts. Okay. So we look around our house and we see certain things around our house. And then we interpret that as, ugh, I've got to do laundry. I've got to vacuum. I have to do this. If I don't do it, it won't get done. You know, like that's how we're interpreting that with our thoughts. And then that thought leads to a feeling, right? And because our thoughts are what create our feelings. So whenever I feel resentful, that is typically going to lead to some not great, <laughs> some not great actions that I'm taking. Um, I, whenever I think that and then I feel resentful, I know I'm probably going to be cussing everything and everyone like under my breath or in my head. I'm going to be like mad at the shoes that got left out. And now I have to move them so that I can vacuum. And I'm going to be like looking for every little thing that my family has left out and blaming them for being like slobs <laughs> while also probably simultaneously ignoring my own slob-like tendencies um, because I'm so frustrated with how, you know, their stuff's everywhere. And if, if I don't do this, it's not going to get done. And I'm going to like aim that resentment at my family, most likely, whether they're there or not, it's going to be aimed at them because here I am suffering and they aren't right. I'm cleaning up their stuff while they rest because if I don't do it, it won't get done. (laughs) I don't know if you relate to this. So uh, I want you to check in. Maybe you have a different feeling. Maybe you just feel frustrated or you feel overwhelmed or, you know, just stressed. So check in. How do you feel whenever you come home and you do all the flurry of activities and then you have some sort of thought of like, 
no, I have to do this or I need to do this. Or if I don't do it, it won't get done, right? Some version of that, okay? So check in and, you know, see how you feel. And, you know, the thing about this line of thinking is that, especially with resentment, I think that with resentment, you just start looking for all the negatives and you just get more mad and more frustrated and end up wanting to just like run away or stay up late after you're done, really. Like you just want to escape, right? So what that might turn into is then you finish and you stay up late. You drink a glass of wine while you scroll your phone because you didn't get a break. And to not, you know, to to feel better, you're like snacking or drinking wine or like stuffing those feelings down with all the things, right? Because it doesn't feel good to finally get your little break for the evening way past bedtime if you're sitting there seething and feeling resentful, right? So we try and like stuff those feelings down, right? So the end result of whenever I have this thought is, you know, of like, Ugh, if I don't do it, it won't get done, right? That's the thought we're kind of talking about. The end result of having that thought is that I then spend the rest of the evening really frustrated and cussing my family under the breath, under my breath, and then essentially creating a lot of negative emotion for myself, right? I'm creating a lot of negative emotions and I'm finding more reasons for those negative emotions. And so I'm having a, a terrible time while I'm doing these things, vacuuming, doing the laundry, And then I try to cover up those negative emotions so I can finally rest. And I don't get true rest. I'm staying up late. I'm scrolling my phone. I'm maybe having some wine or, you know, a cocktail so that I can then, you know, not feel, but then I don't sleep well, right? So the the rest that I'm trying to get and then I'm pissed off that I'm not getting, I'm actually creating a lot less rest for myself as well. So... I think that also whenever we have a thought like this that's really kind of rooted in, in, you know, negative undertones, right? It feels really true for us to say that. Like, yeah, but if I don't do it, who's gonna do it? You know, like we can question that all day long. But like whenever we have a thought like that, the other result is, is that it leads us to to, to looking for more evidence for why it's true. Okay. So it kind of, you know, you, whenever I'm like going through and I'm picking up the shoes so that I can vacuum and I'm finding all these things to be mad at my family for, it, that's like, that's like, like cementing this thought and how true it is in my brain. My brain's like, see, told you. Right. And so I think that, you know, this, this type of thought is, is, detrimental to us in a way because it really reinforces itself right and like we just go through the whole house like see if I don't do it it won't get done right you know we find a random sock under the couch right if I don't do it this is what happens you know and our our brain just just really will will latch on to those things and you know believe this thought to be the only truth okay I'm not saying it's not true I'm not saying that. Okay, so right now as your brain, if your brain is arguing with me, I'm not saying it's not true, but it's not the only truth. Okay, there can be more than one truth here. So I know that that some of y'all's brains are, are arguing with me already, I'm sure, but I get it. Like my brain wants to think this is true a lot too. And so I told you, I totally hear you. And 
I just want you to know that, you know, this work, it, it's super powerful, but it's not about making our, our thoughts or our life like all rainbows and daisies, right? It's, it, I'm not telling you, yeah, you need to think instead. Like, it's a joy to clean up after my family. <laughs> like, nobody's, nobody's probably really going to think that, okay? We're never going to believe that. That's not the point. The powerful thing about this work is realizing that our thinking of this thought of like, if I don't do it, it won't get done. It's not helping me to actually enjoy my time at home or to actually rest or to actually recover from work. And so this thought, I think you can just label it as, is this helpful or not helpful? Okay, probably not helpful. I don't like how it leads me to be really angry throughout my whole evening and then stuffing my feelings down too late at night, right? And so probably not super helpful for me if that's not what I am aligning with, right? (laughs) Uh, If that's not what I want to be doing, uh, if I'm not proud of that, if I'm not happy with that, right? And so I think that, you know, the powerful thing about this is that, you know, this thought isn't helpful and it's actually hindering me in the areas that, you know, the whole time I'm being resentful about, right? Like I'm essentially resentful because my family's resting and I am not. I'm not giving myself that rest. And so instead of, you know, like blaming them for how I feel and trying to cover it up with wine and TikTok, I can make a choice to think differently, okay? And so whenever we have a thought like this, it's obviously not helping us. The beauty is that we can totally just decide this isn't helpful and this is actually creating a worse experience for my life whenever I continue to choose to think this, okay? So I, you know, I have the kind of mindset, like if I'm going to come home and vacuum and do laundry after a full day's work and after putting the kids down and doing the whole like nighttime shenanigans with the kids, I don't want to be like hating my life the whole time I'm doing it, okay? So that's, that's where I'm like, I need to make a change. Like I'm the one doing this. I'm the one choosing to do this. So anyway, so as far as I see it, Whenever we are presented with a situation like this and we find ourselves having a thought that seems really true like this, okay, that's not helping us, as, as far as I see it, there's three options here, okay? And you can apply this to any thought that really is creating a lot of negative feelings for you, that's, you know, creating a lot of negative results for you. Um, and you can kind of apply these three options to any of those, but we're going to continue the example of if I don't, if I don't do it, it won't get done. Right. So as far as I see it, there's three options whenever you are faced with this situation. Okay. And the first option is either I need to figure out a way where I'm not the one doing it, either hiring that out or asking my partner to step up and help. Okay. So that's essentially, I need to change my circumstances or the situation. Okay. If I'm not happy with that, I need to change the situation is one option, okay? Option number two is I'm going to drop the pressure that I am putting on myself of doing this right now and make a plan for how it will get done and essentially being kind to myself right now in this moment and still getting it done at some point, okay? So dropping the pressure of like feeling like it needs to be done, it has to be done right now, okay? Then option number three is, well, okay, 
if it's if this is you know what's happening if it if I don't do it it won't get done you know so if it's going to be me I'm going to decide right now that I'm not going to be hating my life and blaming my family the whole time I do it okay because it's it's really a choice okay I'm choosing to do this so with option number one what I would say is you know if if you need to figure out a way to make things change then I want you to make a big list of solutions okay if you ask your brain to come up with all of the possible solutions that could possibly exist, it will get to work and it will do that, okay? Don't just like shut that down and think, oh, well, I can't afford to hire it out, so I don't have any options, right? Like you can hire a high school kid that's trying to earn some gas money. You can, you can hire a younger than high school kid to run a vacuum cleaner, okay? I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like if you have like friends with kids, I don't know. Um, if you live in a neighborhood where, you know, little kids are, are wanting to, to make money, like hire it out to a kid. Um, you don't have to, you know, go all out if you if you think you can't afford it. And think about it. Any amount of help in that department, even if it's like a 10 year old doing the vacuuming is going to be better than nothing. OK, so I want you to think about that. If you have someone do these things for you or the things that you need done, like once a week, once a month, whatever, it's still better than you doing it all the time, okay? Even if it's not the perfect, picture-perfect job that you would have done or you think you could have done, okay? So let go of some perfectionism if you do decide to hire it out, okay? And I, I want you to, to think about other ways too, though, because maybe you have a nanny already taking care of your littles, okay? Does that person that's already working for you want some extra cash to do these extra things? Maybe you talk with your partner about taking turns every week on who vacuums and who does laundry, work as a team. Maybe you send your laundry out to a wash and fold service. Uh, there are a lot of those types of options where you can literally like drop off a giant bag of laundry or just a giant hamper of laundry and they will wash it all, fold it all, hang it up however you want, right? And it's it's not very expensive. Some will even deliver. Okay, maybe you maybe you do that and you buy one of those little robot vacuums at Costco. Okay, (laughs) just make a list of all the potential solutions that exist in this world, and without worrying about time or money or how to make it happen yet. Okay, don't worry about all the what ifs or I can't do that. Don't limit yourself. Just write down what are the solutions. What could be a solution? for someone in this situation, okay? Find, you know, a hundred different solutions and then you can narrow it down to the ones that work best for you. But whenever you kind of assume like, well, I'm, you know, if I don't do it, it won't get done. It just like keeps you stuck in that, like this is happening to me, victim, martyr mentality, right? So no, you are in control here and you probably have like a thousand solutions for this. You are creative. You are um, a problem solver. So solve this problem. Let's find 100 solutions, okay? Make a list. Option number two, so dropping that pressure and making a plan for how it will get done in a kind way, (laughs) okay? So I want you to think about this. Like whenever we are doing this, a lot of times like we come home and it's almost like a I don't know, like we feel overwhelmed or something and we we need to get it all done right now. If I don't get it done, it won't get done. 
at least that happens to me. And I hear, I hear that from um, other OBGYNs or even members that I coach. And so why does it have to be done right now is what I would ask you. Like right now, does it really? Like what will really happen if post-call after a long weekend call, you don't continue to just work, work, work? What if you don't have to do that right now? What will really happen if your kid's snack crumbs don't get vacuumed up, <laughs> right? And, you know, we're, we're often just really kind of stuck in work mode whenever we come home. So we're like, we, we identify the problem and then we fix it right now. Boom, boom. But your house is allowed to be lived in and you deserve to live in it. <laughs> and coming home and working is not the same as just living in it, okay? You deserve to take a break from working and you don't have to come home and continue to be productive and continue to accomplish you deserve to read a book on the couch after the kids go down or take a long bubble bath and not worry about getting something done, right? And your brain will likely argue right here or at some point, but if I don't do it, it won't get done, <laughs> right? Even if that is true, it doesn't mean that it is urgent and must be done right now, okay? So I want you to ask yourself, like, why do you think it needs to be done right now? Maybe the answer is, I just want it to be clean, I feel better when it's clean. Okay. Ask yourself to honestly answer that question. Okay. Don't just, don't just act like you could answer this in your head right now as you listen to this. Okay. Go write down your answers because you will be amazed at what comes out whenever you ask yourself, like, why does this need to be done right now? Like, why do I need to do this right now? And sometimes it's just because our, our space feels better whenever we tidy it up or clean it up. And that's okay. And you deserve that if that's what you want, but allow yourself to take that pressure off of this is like a cleaning emergency, <laughs> okay? Um, so, you know, the answer could be too, like, I don't want the laundry to pile up. Okay, that's fine. You prefer to have the laundry not in a pile. You prefer to have clean clothes, whatever the answer is, right? You prefer to not have crumbs on the floor, so just know, like, that's okay if you want to choose that. If that's how you prefer things, if that's how you're more comfortable, that is a choice. But does it need to be right now? Okay. So instead, I want you to, to focus on, like, how can I drop the pressure to do this right now and make a plan for how it will get done in the next several days or within the next week if it's something that is, you know, something that you could do, like, on the weekend or your next day off or whatever, um, you know, you want to allow yourself to do the things you need to do, but also not skimp on caring for yourself or skimp on your basic human needs. Okay. So ask yourself, you know, like how might it be true that it doesn't have to be right now? Right. What would happen if it got done this weekend instead? What do you think would happen? Right. How can I get the rest that I need and make a plan for this to get done soon? Just open your brain for the possibility that like both options exist, that I can get the rest I need and this will get done in a timely fashion and your brain will help you find solutions, okay? All right, option number three is like, no, I am choosing to do this, but if I'm gonna choose to do it, I don't wanna hate my life while I do it, right? And so <laughs> I know that um, sometimes it's a lot easier for us to fall into kind of that that blame game or that 
um, like getting frustrated game. And I get it. Like I'm there, especially like after a long day, our brains are looking for all the things because we are in that kind of survival mode, right? We've, we've seen a lot, we've done a lot, we've worked to exhaustion, um, on call or whatever, and we are in that place. And so just know that it's likely that you could be in that place. Um, and so what I want to focus on though, is that if I'm going to come home and choose to do the laundry or choose to vacuum after I do all the kids stuff and family stuff, right? It's because I want it done and I like it done. And damn it, I'm going to do it for me. (laughs) I'm not going to be blaming it on other people and how terrible they are for getting to rest while I do this. You know, I'm not going to be miserable while I do it. I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it for me. I'm going to put my AirPods in. I'm going to listen to a book or a podcast while I do things like this. I am not going to spend my time ruminating over how my house is like a pigsty and no one else even cares. It's just not like, not only is it not helpful, it, it is really, I guess like, it like sucks more energy out of you (laughs) really does. And if I care about, you know, how my house feels and I choose to tidy it or to do household tasks, then I need to take responsibility for my feelings around this situation right? So I'm the one that's choosing to do this. I'm the one that's having these thoughts. I'm not going to blame someone else for feeling resentful because they're resting and I'm up late cleaning because I could be resting too, but I'm the one that's choosing not to rest right now. I'm the one preventing myself from that. So we need to realize it's, it's okay to not constantly being, be going and doing. And, you know, this thought, like, if I don't do it, it won't get done. <laughs> It's, it's really detrimental, I think, to us. And so I think that there are a lot of other truths to having a thought. You know, that, that might be your truth right now, but whenever it comes to doing things around the house, what if you had a thought, some of my preferred thoughts, like, what if you had a thought instead? Like, I prefer my environment to be tidy, right? So I'm choosing to do this. Or I'm helping my future self by keeping up with this laundry. That way it doesn't pile up right? Those could be alternative thoughts. If I don't do it, it won't get done. Feels very true. But so does, I prefer my house to be tidy. I enjoy it more whenever it's cleaned. I enjoy not getting behind on my laundry. <laughs> I So I would like to get, get in there and do a load, right? I think that those thoughts are still very true, right? Like I don't like being behind a laundry. This is going to help me not, not be behind. That feels very different. That does not feel resentful, right? It does not feel awful. It, it implies that I have a choice and not that I'm just being punished, right? So I want you to think about that. Like what is, you know, what is the reason that you think this needs to be done can often help you come up with some new thoughts on how to think about it. And so, you know, instead of constantly saying that to yourself, if I don't do it, it won't get done. Try one of these other thoughts instead. Like, yeah, that might be true. But what's also true is I prefer my house to be tidy, feels more comfortable to me. And so just like that is also a truth for me. So what else could be a truth in this situation? Asking yourself, 
what else could be true about this situation can you know just like change the whole outlook changes how you feel it changes then the actions you take um, it changes then you know how that experience of your whole evening is okay so I want you to, to try this pick one of these three options or all of these three options whenever it comes to our second job taking care of the house and whether that includes you know just the keeping of the house or kids or pets or spouses or whatever, the yard, whenever it comes down to those things that seem to suck more energy out of us and lead to more burnout for us, where we really feel like we need to get it done and we're just, we we sacrifice ourselves to get it done, I want you to try this the next time that you find yourself in that situation, okay? So pick one of these options or three of these options and let me know how it goes. Um, and I hope that this helps you um, because I know that so many of us really can feel that burnout when it comes to our second job. <laughs> I know, um, you know, a lot of times whenever I'm coaching my group members, it's not about work. It's about home stuff. You know, it's it's about all of this. It's about parenting and, and you know, a messy house or um, it's about relationships and and you know, the, the other side of being an OBGYN, right? It's like the human side, right? The, the real life side. Uh, it's the B-roll, right? And so just know that you're not alone if these are the things that you feel like really burn you out because it is. It's a, it's a whole second job. It is. You know, the things that we do for our families is huge. And so I don't want you to downplay that. And you deserve to, to give yourself credit for that. So I hope this helps. If you would like more free help from me, definitely go check out coach-miles.com forward slash free resources so that you can uh, check out all those hours of free help from me before they go away. All right, friend, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.